on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It's just gone five minutes after six. It's good to be able to say that nowadays because <laughs> it's the same in Queensland where Paul Bert is. Good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? Not too bad. You're heading out, are you? I'm about to get ready, mate. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it doesn't looking look like too... Great, looking uh, like a great day. Is look... that, who, done that, who recorded that song, On the Road Again? No, there's always plenty of time to be on the road again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look too bad up song... your way, but it's a bit average down ours, I've got to tell you. Oh, absolutely. Well, you have that bit of a change coming through down there, but, mate, we've got light winds here, a bit of a southerly push forecast to come through mid-morning, but uh, the mackerel yesterday, phenomenal. 100 boats sitting out on the reefs, all catching their their fish for dinner. What a sensational day. It really was. I know I emphasised yesterday how good it was and uh, it came to fruition uh, when we got off the blower. Plenty of people, uh, which is the phone by the way, that um, plenty of people uh, you know, really enjoyed their, their morning out there. It was a sensational day all round. Love it. Awesome. Fantastic. Pumped up. I like that. What, what are you going to get? What are you chasing today? Have you got a specific species? Mackerel. You, mackerel? Mackerel, mate. I'm just putting out. So I'm running here. I've got two rods here set up now. I've got a the Blue Romance, which is the uh, a fantastic spin rod there from Shimano. Um, and on that, I've got a C5000 uh, Stratic Reel. So I've got that one there set up. That's awesome. That'll, that'll catch fish. It does all the time. Got about 20-pound Kariki braid on that. And I've also got the Jewel, which is my favourite. So the Blue Romance is my son, Kalen's, and the Jewel. I love the Jewel, so that's my little favourite stick. Um, all of these are from Anaconda, of course, and uh, three to six kilo. A nice light stick, and on that one there, I've also got the 4,000 Stratic, uh, and that one there's also got 20-pound braid. So it's just, And we're putting 40-pound lead on top of that as well. So uh, And we don't use wire for our mackerel. Use wire, and it can shy them. But I think at the moment, you can throw a Coke can in the water, these things are going to feed on. So I'm going to ask you a quick question, Paul. Otherwise you'll lose a lot of fish. Quick question for, um, for Grant with his, with his yacht, and he wants to yeah. do a bit of fishing while he's sailing. Like how he yeah. throws me in a pool. So, so the well, what, what, what do you think? What rods mm. do you think he and reels do you think he should mm. get? Yeah, I'll get them from Shimano. Oh, you got to go. You can't. You can't, can't go. Look, the thing is with a, with the yachty, you got to be careful because you can't. You haven't got the reverse theme like a, a power boat. No, it's just jamming in reverse, and away you go. You got to tack to the left, tack to the right, go to Vanuatu, do a U and come back. So near the ship like the Rhine. Yeah, to really get that, you know, to do that U bolt. So, I I, I think that. But personally, on the ocean, uh, I wouldn't be towing a big pusher for a marlin. I think that's ridiculous. I think a handline would be awesome uh, with a with a rope on it and the stringer on the end, um, which is your wire going to a metal lure yep. or a skirt for your dolphin fish. You want you want fish you can handle. Yeah. Um, so even like a big handline with a rubber uh, strap on the front of it, that which is like a bicycle tube to take the push out of it. And if something breaks that four hundred pound line or a thousand pound rope then you don't want it on board anyway, Air Grant, because it's going to be too hard to handle for you. So realistically, you're better off with something that you know you, you can use to pull that mahi-mahi and all that wahoo or mackerel and, and, and drop your revs back, lower your mains or whatever, and then get that fish back to you and you can gaff him and pull him on board. Nothing too big that you can't handle, but bigger lures, bigger fish. Um, I, I think also a TLD25, which is the robust Shimano engine workhorse. It's a fantastic reel, been around for decades, and um, that particular reel there, mate, is, is, is the sawboard of the Shimano you know, hub. It's, it's an incredible reel. Put that onto a, like a, uh, a backbone 24-kilo stick, put 50-pound line on it, 
sprayed preferably, and um, and and that way you can have a bit of fun. You can still troll and play your fish back with that. Uh, you know, I'd probably put an eighty pound braid on it actually, and, and and that sort of outfit there can sit nicely. Being a short stroker, which is only about four foot eight, yeah, would sit nicely in the in a rod holder against your back um, gun rails or, or against your back, uh, you know days or something so you'll be able to, to do that mate that, that's personally what i would do it's, it's funny like you mentioned the handrails uh, of late i've seen a lot of people uh you know on the videos that i've been watching of, of people using the handrails because handrails because they can keep it down low uh as yeah. opposed to the rod where you know you, you've got your uh yeah. your, your safety lines to deal with the, with the yeah. hand lines they can get down nice and low until they can get it to the point where they can gaff so it seemed like a a smart play Yes, a thousand percent, mate. There's no doubt about it that that is the ultimate way to go when you are yachting. Um, because of that reason, you, you're just putting it out the back. You've got rope on it, for heaven's sakes. You know, the mackerel, the mackerel lines, rope, then it will have probably eight foot of, of uh, pliable, you know, 49-strand, you know, 800-pound wire going down to just a, a, a big, heavy-duty snap clip. And on that snap clip is where you put a skirted lure, only a small one. Uh, for like your mahi-mahi, they'll eat anything, you know, an inch up to eight inches. So you want to go that sort of, you know, three or four inches long, nice and lumo green because it stands out, and just put that out the back 40, 50 feet behind the boat, and that's it. If there's a tuna about to lead it, if there's a mahi, he'll eat it. If there's a wahoo, great. If there's a marlin, you know, he'll probably have a, maybe have a look at it, but reality is, you know, he'll shake that off because the hook will be too small. But Yeah, we don't you know, want him. <laughs> I, think, I think that'll be your, your ultimate, mate, for me personally. It would be that idea. Perfect. Sounds good. What's on the show today? Mate, we got a lot on the show today. We're, we're actually out fishing, um, doing some, some some sort of fishing that, that really I, I enjoy. Um, so you're going to have to, realistically, you're going to have to have a look. Um, you know, I, I can't turn around and say, hey, you've got to try this one here. It's, the stick baiting, okay, I'll give you the rundown. The boys are, are basically, they're out chasing spangos using stick baits. So that's Arnie and Leroy. Arnie is a, a big fella, Arnold Schwarzenegger style of a fella, lovely guy, and Leroy was from Shimano. So they're talking about, in, and stick baiting for cold trout using the new Shimano Flash Boost. It's a sensational lure. The new technology that Shimano's bringing out, you know, they're leaders in their fourth right, and there's a yeah. lot of awesome tackle companies out there, don't get me wrong, they're great. Um, you know, Shimano just on top of their game with this one. So they're doing that. Also, I'm going to give you some tips on, um, on uh, you know, on knots. If you get a wind knot, when you cast out your braid, you get a wind knot. And, and that's the worst thing. But how do you get rid of that wind knot without breaking your braid when you give it a pull? So I'm going to give you the tip on that. Uh, also, we talked about sacrificial anodes. What do you do on a boat? Oh, that's pretty cool. And also the new MMD prawn vibes. So these are little vibes, very similar to to a, a prawn, but they, they vertical jig up and down. They, they wobble like a vibe, as a vibe does. That's what they do. And um, we're catching fish doing that. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of fun, mate. That's all happening today. And, of course, uh, you can catch up on 7 Plus or the past 170-odd um, episodes. On, so, uh, on, sounds on like it's jam-packed. How good how good's life when you, you get paid for doing a job that you do for free anyway? I, I'd like to say to you what, I, what I'd love to say to you, but I can't because we're live on radio. Um, <laughs> And because, um, you know, it's, it's not like that. Um, you're wrong uh, in, in the sense that, it, it, look, it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's awesome. But there's, but there's also, a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. mate, it's not just I'm going to put the, the boat in the water because it's only my wife and I, you know, and uh, Alyssa and I, and, um, and we, we hire a, 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 a lot of freelance crew and put it together, and, and that's it. So, you know. Oh, so you're repaying them yourself. But beg your pardon? You're executive producing them yourself. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely, mate. There's no one else involved. No, ah. no chance. Put, no, mate, you put someone else involved, and you'd be sitting at a coffee shop talking about how good the crema is on a latte. <laughs> I'm not interested in those people. You can go away. Yeah. That, <laughs> that does put a, a bit more stress in the in the flow when you're paying the bills. Oh, mate, it's just it's just you know what I, I, I talk to my wife and we say, hey, how about what do you reckon we do this? And, and people come up to me. And this is where we got all our ideas for these tips and that. As people come up and say, Betty, what do you? What, how do you do this? What, how do you, I get these wind knots on my car? So, well, I got, I got the answer for that. So, hey, let's put that little tip on that's coming up today, you know? So it's that sort of stuff that I, I like to, to do. And, yeah. and, um, and, and, and have, we met a guy the other day. He was out fishing. We were fishing. And he comes up to me and goes, hey, buddy, how you going? I said, yeah, good. How are you, mate? And in Queensland, we do a lot of stuff up here. We do all the weather for Channel 7 all that jazz. So you're always stopping on the way down to the shoots or to the crosses, whatever, and not a, not 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 one day goes past where you don't get stopped and people ask you questions. So we're always getting getting belted left, right, and centre in the right manner. And I had this guy come. He had a chat and, and he said, oh, "I'm having so many mud crabs. It's incredible." I had my camera crew on board. And we just filmed a, sh- a shoot. And I said to him, "What are you doing now?" And he goes, "I'm just going to go check my pots." I said, "You want to do a segment with us? And we'll uh, we'll jump on board with you. You can jump on with us." So he jumped on our boat. And we he taught us. I mean, I know how to mud crab, but I, I'm not the star on this. This guy is. Mark, his name is. Yeah. He's the star. He lit up like a Christmas tree, had that once-in-a-lifetime possible opportunity, and he, he, he drove it home. You and know? just wanted it's, to share the love of what that, he does. Oh, mate, he loved it. And yeah. his passion is what drives me and, and many other people, of course, and, and that's the thing. So having him on board just that day and teaching me, or more so our viewers, and what he does to successfully catch all these crustaceans is fantastic and phenomenal. So that, that's what I love about it, mate. And, and that's what our show is. There's no, there's no BS, there's none of that. Um, it, it's fun and, um, and we really love what we do. We, and I do, and I, I do say what you said before, it, it is fun. But, you know, with, with fun obviously comes pressure too. Absolutely. Two o'clock today on 7 Plus? Yes, sir, 2.30 today. 2.30 uh, today, so nice. Yeah, so... Um, in between the, the AFL and AFL's uh, back in full swing, which is great. So go the Cats today. Viva Suns up here on the GCs. So <laughs> a, good, a very, a very good game. Hopefully, there, mate. But uh, that'll, that, that, that'll be lovely. <laughs> and tight lines out there today, mate. Enjoy. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for that, Grant. Really appreciate it, kids. Always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. And uh, everyone have a, a wonderful Sunday. And welcome back to reality. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks for the sledge. Take it easy, brother. Paul Bert there, uh, heading out onto the water today. And don't forget, 2.30 uh, today on 7 Plus. It is 16 after 6. Hi, Kurt Pengilly from InXS here. And I'm inviting you to join me in saving the sight of 300,000 Australians living with glaucoma by taking up the Seven Sights Challenge this March. Fun and easy. Simply find, snap and share seven awesome sites in your neighbourhood and you'll be raising funds to take glaucoma out of the picture. The Seven Sites Challenge. Sign up today at sevensites.org.au. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TM. 
TJM. Empowering adventures into the unknown with innovative 4x4 accessories that can take you further than ever before. Get ready for this year's Easter camping adventure with TJM's 20% off sale across their entire range of camping stock, including double swags, fire pits, rooftop tents and awnings, and so much more. Take your Easter camping to the next level and get off-road with TJM. The home of everything you need for your next 4x4 off-road adventure. Visit tjm.com.au slash camping sale today. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 19 after 6 here on High Tide on the Super Radio Network. Grant Boyden and Kieran Riki. No Alan Blake today. He's off enjoying the high life. Of the hunter. Of the hunter? Yeah, he attended a, a wedding last night, so we haven't woke him up this morning. I'm still a little bit sus on Laurie McAnally wanting to go swimming with great white sharks. I've been there and done that. Yeah, it's great fun. Melinda Pavey, would you even contemplate this? I'm thinking about it, so now I am contemplating it, but I don't think I'd like it. No, I'm big, with you. You're in a big, um, in a... Cage. Cage. Yeah. What's the point? I'd rather watch Valerie or something on an old video. <laughs> Perfect. What have you been up to? Um, <laughs> I, I was told that you may have gone fishing yesterday. <laughs> Kieran, I told Kieran I was going to go fishing yesterday. And you know what? I ran out of time. But the good news is I did sort of, um, I did channel Laurie McAnally. Um, Warren and I went out for dinner. We can't remember the last time just the two of us went out for dinner. We went down to this little Italian place at Bellingen. And I had, and I ordered the spotted mackerel because it came from Southwest Rock. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and listening to Paul Burt, um, no wonder there was some spotted mackerel available. They're everywhere. And my God, it was beautiful. Um, and they cooked it um, in, you know, the baking paper. Nice. With some fennel and some tomato and olive oil and lemon juice. And... It was sensational. So um, 
I'm sorry, Kieran, I let you down. I didn't go fishing yesterday. <laughs> um, but I did make up by, by, by eating fish from Laurie McAnally's ocean. You remind me of Gay Waterhouse. <clears throat> when I was at KY, I used to interview somebody from the racing industry every Saturday morning at five past six. And anyhow, Gay Waterhouse rang up. She listened to the show and she asked... Uh, she blew up at you. Yeah, she yeah, she went crook on me. She said, "What is why am I not on your program and talking to me?" She said, "I don't fish, but I eat fish three or four times a week, <laughs> and that should suffice." <laughs> right? And, Fair point. And she was the uh, number one trainer, um, and she's still been the number still one. Still is trainer. with Adrian Bot. Yeah, both of them so, good combination. Uh, yeah, and yeah, as she's the number one dresser in New South Wales. Hey, you know, she, oh. she's a hard marker, Melinda. She is a hard marker. I know people that have worked with her, and it's it's not unlike Gay Waterhouse when you know you go to work for her to go. I don't like your teeth. I'm going to send you off to the dentist, and off you go. You have to. I, I actually knew a presenter who had to interview her just a couple of weeks ago, and he was absolutely retentive, if you know what I mean, about ironing his shirt because he knew that Kay would have a go at him if there was a wrinkle in it. <laughs> very, very stylish woman. Very stylish. Very much so. Now, but I also wanted to talk to you guys something um, that Kieran Ricky should be very proud of um, and something I'm very annoyed that we didn't do in government. Um, I think COVID really got in the way of it, but we can always find excuses for things. Essentially, there are some people within the bureaucracy that don't want this to happen. But Labor gave a commitment to open up Prospect Reservoir to the people of Western Sydney. Now, we said we were going to look at it, and we didn't. Um, Labor said they're going to do it. Now, it's been promised once before. But can we just thank and a big cheer and everything for Kieran Ricky for not letting that one go off the table? Um, and when, once that happens, that's going to be your win. Your absolute win. And I do know that there'll be people deep in the bowels of the health department that say, no, this can't be done. There is too much danger. Just remember um, to the Labor staffers and to the Labor politicians doing this, we do it in London, we do it in Paris. We have recreational activities in the town and the cities of drinking reservoirs. If London and Paris can do it, so can little old Sydney. Um, and Kieran, thank you for keeping that there because that's what the people of Western Sydney deserve to do. Go and, you know, hop on a kayak and, and paddle around Prospect Reservoir. We know the data, we know the facts. Your whole life and your whole mental health can improve if you can just be near water to throw a fish, a line out to catch a fish or just paddle around, um, and, and I urge Labor to get on very quickly with that yep. commitment. They've got all the amenities there. Some of them just probably need... Uh, updating. They've got fish tables there. We've got the fish recreational fishing trust fund. We could rebuild uh, fish uh, tables there. Get and on, I'm not sure. Well, no, in the next there's a week lot or could so. be done for that place, and and we want to get the kids off the street, right, and away from the television, and that's a perfect opportunity for take your family along. Don't be so old-fashioned, Karen. They don't watch television anymore. They watch their phones. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Even, you're right. No, no matter where they are, uh, they're on the phone. Yeah. 
And we shouldn't be on the phone in the car, but they are. It's a computer. It's incredible. It's a computer. But um, we had this battle with health, and it was something that we finally are able to do in the last um, six months, which was uh, improve the ability for pharmacy to renew scripts. Uh, and the doctors and the Australian Medical Association have been fighting for it for, against it for years, but supported by the bureaucrats within the Department of Health. Um, but anyway, Queensland did a trial and we finally had our way because we just don't have enough doctors and GPs. So you could be out of a script, but you couldn't get, get an appointment. Um, but now there's some capacity for pharmacists to do that. So similarly, bureaucrats in the Department of Health tried to stop that and they're trying, gonna, they'll do whatever they can to stop prospect reservoir and they're not doing it because they're being mean they just think they know better than everybody else um but you know all we have to do is point to paris and london and say well they can do it we can do it i think it was pam allen that i had on side in in those days a paramatter who was for labor yeah that that could have been right she was the environment minister too but um, when you're up against the health bureaucracy it's really hard um, and she fell at poor of Bob Carr early in her ministry, um, so it was hard for her to achieve anything. Well, so, we had the wood on them because Barry Unsworth, they all came to see Barry for advice, and that includes Keating and, and the rest of them, and Bobby Carr. Not dress advice. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's no wrong one, with a no cardigan? One, no now, what is wrong cardigan. with a cardigan? That green cardigan, seriously. <laughs> Actually, the last time I saw Barry Unsworth was at um, was at Rob Stokes's um, valedictory speech. He came, uh, you know, like good Labor ministers from the upper house. They all up, end up on the north shore of Sydney. Um, and as, da- as is Barry, yeah, from Motorvale. Yeah, Motorvale, beautiful yeah. big home at Motorvale. Yeah, well, yeah. So that's um, yeah. That was the last time I saw him. He was looking fit and well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kieran. I mean, even with Barry Unsworth having that on side, it didn't happen. So we're just, it'll be very interesting to see who's going to be the fisheries minister, whether it's going to be Steve Wan. Um, he's, he's won the seat of Monero. Miraculously, the comeback kid, they'll be calling him. Um, and my good mate, Mick Veach, they put him in a stupid position in the upper house ticket. He's number nine. He was a sensible country bloke, but he, they've, they've put someone from the inner city in front of him. So... Um, hopefully Mick will be involved somewhere along the line to help us, you know, put yep. some common sense out. So We'll, we'll chase um, up the minister, right, won't we? And we'll get him on the program here. You and I will tackle him. Yep. Well, we'll be, we'll be diplomatic and nice and crawl up to them, and then they'll come on. Can I get... I'll, I'll just <laughs> tackle some. them. <laughs> well, you've got to be careful when you're nice to Labor. You've you just got to know how to be nice to the right Labor people. Mm. Mm. I, 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 I've learnt that a long time ago. Listen, I wanted out of the paper last week, right? Says Labor's deal with the Greens will have us in the red. But the article is by Matt uh, Canavan or Canavan? Is Matt it? Canavan. Yep. And it's about now uh, young Mr. Biden who's approved the Willow Project. You he know? might be young compared to you, Kieran, but I don't know whether he's young. Yeah. I'm just being polite. <laughs> That's all. I don't do no, it very often. Uh, that wasn't very polite of me, was it? Sorry. Keep no, going. It's okay. 
We you only said what you're 90% a, you're of our listeners were saying. You're a national lady. We've got to make way for that. What about they, the approve, he's approved that Willow Project up in Alaska where they're going to produce 180,000 barrels of oil a day? And plus, that will put out 260 million tonnes of carbon. So we have a look at that. Then you have a look at the United Kingdom is going to open up the North Sea. Germany is opening up 24 uh, coal-fired power stations. China builds about two coal-fired stations a week. Uh, we're, and we're tightening the screws on somewhere where we only, you know, give out nothing in emissions. I think, yeah, Matt, Senator Matt Canavan is, um, has got some, some data there which is frightening. And it is up to the leadership. It's up to the leadership of this country and this state to make sure that we don't put any more pressure on, on prices on electricity. And, you know, those countries have all made those changes partly because of what's happened in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the challenges we've had there. But, Karen, um, they're really big figures. And we've got to do what we can in terms of climate change. And we do have the natural resources and the space. Um, but we can't leave our our communities suffering while other countries are, are turning their back. And two wrongs don't make a right. Um, it's a really tough conversation. And it's important that we get that sort of data from people like Matt Canavan so we can have a more honest conversation that we make decisions in our nation's best interest. Look, yeah, that's okay to change. I, you know, I have watched changes from way back in the early 50s. But, we, you know, you don't say, how do you say, cut off your arm despite your face or whatever, you know? We need, <laughs> if we're going to get rid of all the coal-fired situations, let's have the alternative up and running. Yeah. And that are going to be, over time, cheaper or cost-competitive. And at the moment, I mean, we've got a pumped hydro project at the back of Kempsey, which I really support, which will act like that battery when it's not windy or sunny. But we're we're two years into the project. We still haven't even got the EIS finished. Um, You know, and this is a private company doing it. Um, and you know they'll get they'll they'll seek funding for it, and it'll all stack up eventually. But gosh, it you know two years of EISs and cultural studies and environmental works. It's, and this is a project that is primarily on private land, um, and they're going to be turning over that farm into you know into green credits and all this thing. You know, we're just it's almost impossible to get anything done. Yeah. and that's the other thing. And the, the challenge is we're going to be right up against it when it comes to, um, you know, meeting the, the, the energy requirements of our citizens. Well, there's not much we can do about them. Uh, I mean, I'll probably try and get a few of the new ministers on to talk to them. And, but to me, words are very cheap. You know, I've listened to a lot of people promise a lot of things. Uh, Adam Marshall promised he was going to do everything. Noel Blair. And then all of a sudden, they they stopped. Katrina Hodgkinson, way back when I had her on the program, she used to be on the program regularly. She stepped out of line, and then all of a sudden she had no power. 
you know. Yeah. Um, it's so it's a it's a very hard one to call what we're going to do. I don't yeah. know, but I do well, know this: we're going to uh, terrorise your uh, electorate, and uh, Lenny Pascoe is going to put situations together the various hotels and clubs where we're going to go and do a Sunday show called High Tide on the Road, which you will be involved in if you are available. That'll be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. It will be fun, yeah. And you'll get to sit down. Well, I'm looking at the fact that I can have on stage yourself and Julie McAnally. Oh, yeah. Yeah? And I think, well... Probably Lenny and I and Laurie and that women will go to the bar because I don't think we'll get back up there. I think you guys will take over. I know from the times before when Julie comes along and she gets up and she talks about the ecosystem and the environment, what needs to be done here. She's there answering questions for the next 30 or 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, so I just thought two smart ladies like yourself, I think the public would love it. And you know, I'd love to see. I'd love, I'd love Laurie and Julie to bring that young chap along that they're helping with yeah. fishing. Yeah, hit the he's next door neighbour. Yeah, he's and like his a mum. Kid. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, his mum's in a great. She's a good sort. <laughs> Kieran's all fired up. You should have seen the look on his face, Melinda. Oh, he's gone from depression talking about politics to just bouncing uh, off the walls. Yeah, well, there you well, go. Here, can we um, can we give a call out to Narelle Hurrell out there milking the cows up at Combine? Oh yeah, how's she going? Oh, I'm sure she's going good. We'll have we've made we'll have made a morning saying hello to her. Well, yeah. How many cows do they milk? I think that's something like fifty or sixty. So is that know, all? Not 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 a not a too big a herd. Just a nice, comfortable herd, and they love it. It's part of their life, and they do it morning and night. And get a. And d- by hand or, or done on the machine? Oh, no, no, they do it on the machine. They do it on a nice machine. I think the cows would really enjoy that. I haven't spoken to any cows of late, but I would imagine it's softer situation than somebody that might have a callus on their hand or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah no, they, they're pretty used to the machines. They're, they're from the beginning. Hmm. I think that's, that was a good way to go. All have right. you ever milked a cow? Yeah, I, I grew up on a dairy farm. <laughs> oh, it was a dairy farm. I knew you grew up in the bush, but I it didn't know it was farm. a dairy was, farm. You know, we had a tenner-side herringbone, and um, I used to go down and help Dad milk the cows, but we sold they sold the dairy farm when I was about 12. But, yeah, it's it's good fun. And, yeah, you're right. The cows would prefer the soft electric cup than <laughs> an old farmer's crusty callous hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now... Did you ever have the problem with the cow and he cow kick out or knock the bucket of milk over? No, because we had the machines and it would go straight through oh, the Oh, you had machines in your day. Sorry? You had the machines then. Yeah, he, just, he just assumes everyone's as old as he is, you know. <laughs> I think nearly everyone's had machines probably for the last, oh, I'd say, 60, 70 years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. We cover some topics on this program. I'll give you the tip. Unless maybe you just had a cow out in the paddock for a home, you know. But if you had a farm, a dairy farm, you, you'd, you'd have the machines. They've been around a long time. Well, everybody who had a farm back in the day said, I remember we had a big farm out in the back, a place called Pinnacle, just out from Forbes. 
Um, everybody had a favourite old Jersey cow. Did you get the creamy milk from? Yeah, Jerseys are good for the high fat content. They're a beautiful cow. Yeah. Um, I call them the tarts of the cow world because they've got those long eyelashes and they look dreamily at people. Aren't they cute? They are. They are very beautiful cows. I like a Frisian. Uh, you know, Frisians are the ones that are most popular now because they've got the biggest, you know. Okay. The milk content now we've bred into them is just huge. We're, you know, up to 100 litres a cow. Wow. Uh, but Jerseys are very famous for their fat content, mm. and um, they are a beautiful-looking cow. Now, you have to stay online for a minute. We've got to go and talk to Tony up there at Port Stevens from uh, Match Shop at Salamander, Bay. Salamander okay. Way. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay, well, I, wanna, I actually want to have a go at Tony and, and the team because... Well, not necessarily them. You never got a not, jar, not, honey. Not necessarily them in particular, but their trailer boat fishing comps on this weekend. And in the lead up to that, you and Blakey have been saying the same thing over and over and over again. It's going to bring the rain. Tony, good morning. Yeah, you're right about that, but that was late yesterday, so no one would have been out fishing at that time. It, that'd be bar o'clock, would it? about six o'clock, and rained a bit through till about 8-ish, but it's all cleared up. It's a nice morning here this morning, a bit of cloud on the horizon, but I think that's all good, and some good reports um, from the trailer boat. Plenty of fish been taken, Traglin and uh, Moong and uh, uh, some uh, Moway, um, Black Drummer, all that sort of stuff. Quite Quite a big turnout, apparently. Um... I was just looking through some of the results this morning. Brim up to 1.4 kilos, um, some 10 kilo mulloway or dewfish, as you want to call them. But uh, I think all in all, it was a pretty good day yesterday for those guys that got out. Um, and the weather was quite, well, it was pleasant enough. It wasn't as warm as it has been, but look, uh, from the reports I've read this morning, I haven't had it. Oh, I've had a couple in this morning, and one bloke he, he reckons he was just a fish attractor. He didn't catch anything, but he attracted them for everyone else. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there and done that. Yeah, yeah. Not Robinson Caruso on that island. No, well that's it. You can fish the back of the boat and get nothing, and then. The guys up the front catching heaps, and then you squat spots, and you catch nothing, and they catch heaps down the back. So, go figure. But anyhow, I've been through that as well. Hey, I've been through that as well. Yeah. I've yeah, done that. Well, that's it. I had blokes roll up their lines and say, "Well, I'm not going to fish because you're catching them all." Too true. So, so uh, the shops open all day. Uh, we'll be here until it, yeah, the afternoon anyway. Uh, Matt will be in by lunchtime and uh, uh, we'll just see how it goes, and depending on weather. But normally 2, 2.30 on a Sunday, uh, it quietens off a little bit there. Most people are rolling up and heading home, so. Okay. But you could but fish the bay this morning? Pardon? Could you fish the bay? This oh, morning. absolutely. You know, look, it's as still as can be here. It's a little mm-hmm. bit cooler than it has been, but that, that comes with uh, autumn weather. Um, still plenty of uh, good fish being taken in the, in the bay itself. Um, 
reports of some nice flatties being taken around Roy Wood and all the way up Tilbury and the back of Bull Island, so on the drift there or soft plastic seems to be the go. They're becoming more and more um, uh, acceptable, I guess. I don't know. Um, I've only just started using them in the last couple of years and you always, you always get a feed of fish one way or another. And, and well, this is why we're going to tackle store, and uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. So, Tom, thanks very much for your time and input this morning. Yeah, no, too easy, guys. Thank you. Okay, buddy. I think uh, Melinda just dropped out by the sounds of that as well. A quick break here on High Tide. High Tide, weekends from 4am. Marine Rescue New South Wales Southern Zone Commander Mike Hammond's online. They did call for assistance at around 7 o'clock. They had a failure out there, but uh, yeah, it was it was one of the longer jobs that we've done recently. Final, hopefully we would have had a GPS and give you some coordinates. Yeah, we get coordinates, but then that gets you in the general vicinity, but uh, yeah, if you're out in a, you know, the vessel's broken down, no battery, that's No, thing. no battery, that's Oh, that's, that's... Easy that was a, it was a good job done. High Tide on 2SM. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TM. This Easter, instead of giving chocolate eggs, why not give that special person in your life something for their aches and pains? If you or someone you know suffers from arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel is the gift that keeps on giving. Always read the label and use only as directed. If symptoms persist, consult your healthcare professional. To find your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71359. Now you can make that tree change that you've always wanted when you move to the country and build your own PAL kit home. You can do it yourself with PAL and you'll save money. PAL has a great range of quality designs and floor plans from which to choose. Make this the year to follow your dream and build your own country home, the PAL Kit Homes way. Go to PAL, that's P-A-A-L, palkithomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1-300-003-003. Australian credit licence number 535100. Peter's of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peter's also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 15 minutes away from 7, the phones are playing, playing up a little bit this morning, making life tough, but Melinda is back. Okay, and we're going to catch up with Mike if we can, but sometimes his uh, phone is not connecting. He tells me he has to drive up, sit on a hill to try and uh, <laughs> get a reception. Melinda Pavey. Here in Reiki. You are going to become a fisher person for sure. I am, I am, I am. There's no excuse. I've got a jetty about 200 metres from my um, front door, <laughs> which is on a pub, you know, public jetty, and it's just gorgeous. So there is no excuse. And, um, yeah, we'll have time. We're just going to have a bit more time. Yeah, well, see, uh, you could be the the female version of uh, My Name's Magooly. was an old TV <laughs> program, black and white program, and um, uh, Gordon Chater okay. was the actor. Uh, he was a guy who used to fish down, I uh, was informed uh, at Balmain. Laurie told me, Laurie knew him. And he filled in a fish at the bottom of Balmain. But anyhow, we're going to get a Mike. You ready for this? Complete angler. Morning, Mike. How are you? Yeah, very good. How are you guys? <laughs> we're good. We've got Melinda Pavey on the other line as well, Mike. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, look, fishing's been fantastic still. You know, we've had this little bit of a cold snap, you know, around Sydney, which is typical for Easter. We're definitely going to get a little bit more rain. But, look, the fishing's still fantastic. It's still very summery type of conditions really in the water which is the important thing so um again look it's just been a cracker year there's just so much happening but look there's no doubt at all the rock fishing has just been amazing this year um we've probably had probably some of the best you know plagic runs that we've ever seen really for sydney like there's still just huge schools of bonito that are just migrating um and mixed up amongst them there's frigates and there's taylor and there's mac tuna and kings and stuff like that so that's really exciting uh that side of things um, the other thing that's just started to show up now has been long-tail tuna as well, and that's been another interesting species that's been migrating all the way down the coast. We've had reports from Central Coast, Sydney, uh, as far down as all the way down to Ulladulla and, and, you know, some of these South Coast areas, which is very unusual, but, you know, it just shows how warm things are. Um, so that's really exciting. So rock fishing is just really hot at the moment, and we've had some really good conditions. So really good for the shore-based anglers. And, of course, keep this in mind, because the, all these plagics are in close, if you do have a boat, you can troll little lures all in nice and close along the rock edges, and you can have a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. Um, estuaries have still been really good. Um, there's so much bait around this year. Um, there's prawns still, there's white bait. So everything's really going very well in the estuaries. Uh, again, a lot of that plagy action has moved into particularly the harbour and Botany Bay. There's been quite a lot of, you know, the Bonito and all them frigates and things like that, which is really cool. Um, same as the Kings as well. The harbour's been fishing so well for kingfish. Um, they have been a little bit selective, you know, because the white bait have been quite small, the, the bait, so they've been a little bit fussy for the lure guys, but the guys that have been, you know, bait fishing and live baiting have been doing really, really well. Um, and, and in just general, bread and butter fishing's been really good, like flathead, brim, um, whiting's all been very steady, and there's been some really good flathead getting around too, a lot of fish in that 60 centimetre size, which is really good to see. Um, so estuaries have been really cool. Hairtail reports still coming in thick and fast. They haven't stopped this year. It's probably ticked up a little bit more. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. It's weird, but look, we're not complaining. It's good. 
Um, beaches have been, again, really good because we've had all that placing action. I think it's kind of spilled over onto the beaches. So all the northern beaches have been really good and obviously down south, you know, Wollongong and all the beaches down there have been great. Um, some really big salmon getting around. Um, Taylor have been good and, and whiting there probably been the main species. Um, but you also start to catch a few tubefish off the beaches now too as they start to push out. So that's been really exciting. And, of course, the offshore scene's been still ridiculous. The only way to describe it, there's just so much happening in the offshore scene. As I said before, that warm water's still pushing down um, from way up north, and it's bringing just so much food and, and life down with it. So, um, obviously, the game fish have been really strong. There's some really big blue marlin getting around. Um, a few yellowfin, I wouldn't say a lot, but just enough to get you keen, you know, to give it an actual, absolute shot. Um, the dolphin fishing has been really good. Um, probably the best time, actually, to fish for them because most of them are all in that legal size. Um, and there's some absolute critters getting around, like fishing that metre size. So, um, obviously, the fact they've been fishing really well for them, but any type of floating debris that you come across, you know, definitely, you know, stop for it. Um, and of course, when you're fishing the pads, it's just respectful because it's, it's a busy place. You know, so, it just takes your turn as you go through. Uh, but it's been really cool. And same with the reefs, too. It's been fantastic. All the, the snapper actually have been still fairly consistent all year. Nanny guy and trag, you know, all them type of, you know, bread and butter species out on the reef have been really good as well. Um, and of course, we're coming into that time of year where we're thinking, you know, fresh water, like the trout, you know, the trout situation there. And, and this year in particular is just going to be ridiculous because we've had so much rain even during summer. So all the rivers are in good nick, the dams are Well, some of them are running pretty hard. Mm. The information I got on Friday and yesterday, the rivers are running hard in out yep. west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've just had that nice dump of rain over yep. the last you know, two weeks, and that's just the perfect scenario for a lot of our freshwater species, and, and particularly the trout. I think the trout is going to be very, very special this year. So um, if you haven't done that style of fishing before, it's a really good opportunity to head out, you know, and explore New South Wales because it's going to be amazing this year. So Mike, lots, lots happening. Mike, what's the addresses? Yeah. So you can come and see us at 938 Woodboro Road, Villawood. Um, I'll be at the Villawood store today. Um, or if you're in the city, come on down into the Dimox building right in the heart of George Street, third floor, and come up and say hello. Fantastic, buddy. Talk to you All next right, week. Talk to you soon. See you. Okay, bye. It looks like, Melinda, I think we're picking up fishing at the wrong time. It sounds like we should have been out there for the last month or so, and by the time we gear up to go out fishing, I think that you and change. Melinda both need to go fishing with Laurie. Well, we need all the help. I need all the help I can get. I don't know take about Laurie Melinda. And take the young fellow next door. I think um, that I, what Mark was just saying about getting out now, I mean, with the rivers are going to be full of trout. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's plan those um, camping holidays, you know, post-Easter, even through winter. Um, you know, you can still have a nice time. You like your camping. Fire. You like your camping, don't you, Melinda? I do, I do. Yeah, and in winter... <laughs> no, you can you can camp out and in winter be very, very comfortable. You can get heaters and all sorts of wonderful things that you never used to be able to get. It can be quite cosy. She's got a servant, especially, a husband. Especially if you're on Fraser Island, too, because it's not that cold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's beautiful up at the Whit Sundays to go camping in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, Pear. Five-star treatment. No, no, it's yeah, just okay. been sensible. Melinda's got a, a built-in servant. Her husband does as he's told all the time. When was the last time you went camping, Ricky? Oh, well, when I could get up off the ground, I can't, can't do that anymore. 
Now I've been really rude twice to you this morning. Oh, don't worry. You're just, no, you're just part okay. of the team now, Melinda. Yeah. You're entitled to do that. The rest of them do. Narelle won't be impressed with me. We were talking about Kieran uh, started off his fishing career trawling. The boat was called the Ark. <laughs> he didn't appreciate it too much. I've got to tell you, the look I got... I, I, I did said think we should video cast this show because if people could see the look on Kieran's face sometimes. I don't want to frighten the people. Oi. Whoa, now he's fired up. Uh, we, okay. I managed to put his soapbox away don't today. Don't you worry about how I look. I don't, I don't always look like something the cat's dragged in, <laughs> if you may remember. I do remember, Kieran. I do remember. <laughs> Anyhow, when are you coming back to Sydney? Um, maybe the next couple of weeks. I'll, I'll make sure it's around a, a Sunday. Okay. Excellent. That so, will be good. And meanwhile... We'll have to organise uh, a day's fishing with you. With, with Laurie. Yep. Yep, I'll be down. It's only an hour down the road. It's very easy. Yeah, it's a bit longer for us to drive up there, but he probably would say to me, I don't need you and my boat, Kieran. I'll just take Grant and Melinda. <laughs> you can't blame no, him for that. he's a kind person. I'm glad he's having a good time in South Australia. He is. He has a good time everywhere he goes. Oh, i got to talk to my son for a second. Quick, what do you got to say, Bruno? No, I was just going to give an update for next weekend. Uh, over the Easter weekend, we've got the um, baseball state championships, so the Intermediate League, which is around the th- under-13 under age category. So that's on at... Um, Rat Park out at uh, Warrywood, so that's next weekend over Easter. So it's on Good Friday, Easter Saturday, and then the finals will be on the Easter Monday. This is my grandson who's got all these the yeah. ability his grandfather's got. Yeah, it's just between three teams for this league. So that's uh, between Hills, Manly, and uh, uh, Ride. And uh, two teams will go through to nationals uh, where they play against everyone else okay. in the country. So I didn't, I didn't know Karen Melinda was into baseball. I know, know a few people have chased him with baseball bats, but I think that's different, isn't it? <laughs> okay, Melinda. No, baseball's a big game. It, it, it surprises me. I mean, but, you know, it's just the American version of cricket. It's just really good high, you know, ball, hand. Eye contact. There's a lot of clubs up up on the north coast. It's a very popular sport, and um, the kids that you know show enormous talent at it can do very well in the state. Yeah, I hope he goes. Well, I keep telling him, hurry up, sign up with the the Dodgers or somebody like that, so that they can send out one of their private jets to take your grandfather over to watch. Don't wish his life away. Let him have some fun too. <laughs> He'll have some fun. He's got, he's got a good manager and trader, his father. Yeah. Brendan, wor- Brendan works with him every day. Every day to make him what he is. Well, while I can still move, it's not, not every day, you know. It's, it's a lot of hard work, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Melinda, thanks very much. See you next week. 
you, Kieran. Bye, Grant. Bye, Brendan. <laughs> See you later. Thank you for your time. It is almost the end of the program. A quick weather update for you. South to southeasterly winds 10 to 15 knots tending east to southeasterly below 10 knots during the day. Cloudy chance of a shower. Tomorrow, thunderstorms on the way. East to northeasterly winds. And we're looking at uh, 10 knots up to 15 in the middle of the day. Tuesday, the chance of a shower and thunderstorms as well. Kieran, what do you always say? I say keep your eye in the sky and that weather today is a really good reason to do that. Boyhood story had to end.